the hour is coming and is now here. About two weeks ago, I was in the sacristy of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, getting ready to celebrate the Sunday evening Mass, when I received a text message from a friend. I still had about 15 minutes before Mass, so I read the text. It read, Can you please call me? It's urgent. So I texted back and told him that I was about to celebrate Mass and asked him if he needed me to call right away or if I could call him back in about an hour. He said he could wait, but he insisted that it was very urgent. After Mass, I called Filippo. He sounded devastated. He had just read the ecclesiastical decree that cancelled all public celebration of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass in the Diocese of Rome. My friend is a very devout Catholic. He has faithfully attended daily Mass for the last 20 years after he had a conversion experience in a retreat when he was 28 years old. He was deeply saddened by the cancellation of public Masses. So he had called me because he was looking for a way to continue to attend daily Mass and to receive the Holy Eucharist. Sadly, due to the strict preventive measures that the Italian government and the Church had established throughout the country, my heart was also broken because we could not find a way for my friend to receive Holy Communion during these days of quarantine in which the entire country of Italy is currently immersed. In chapter 4 of the Gospel of John, in a conversation with a Samaritan woman, Jesus states that such times would come as he says to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Throughout history, there have been events that prevented Christians from public worship. Sometimes it was persecution, and a few other times have also included preventing the spread of infectious diseases. Today, and the hour has come and is now here, where we also cannot worship God in public, in the churches of our communities, in our usual places of worship. Even though it is very important to worship as a community, today we are reminded of the essential role of worshiping and praying to God in our domestic churches, with our families, as the first Christians did in the past and still do today in times of persecution. Regardless of the causes or origins of the coronavirus, God has the power to transform everything and use it for our salvation. In the same way that Jesus used the Samaritan woman's concern with water fetching to reveal himself to her as the well of salvation, today 
God can use this time of pandemic to bring us back to Him and to remind us that while worshiping in the churches is important, the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, and that indeed the Father seeks such people to worship Him. Today, we are called to dig deep within ourselves and pray sincerely from the bottom of our heart in spirit and in truth, and not simply speak superficial words. How many times have we been at Mass and we simply go through the motions while thinking about something else, or not even knowing or understanding what we are actually saying or doing? Today we are forced to stop our fast lives and to be present to our families. These times of trial can help us to pause for a moment and turn back to the silence in the home of our hearts and listen for the voice of God, who is the well of our peace and salvation. During this time, we can also reflect on the many things that we are grateful for that we usually have taken for granted, such as our churches, where we could pray as a community and a family of God. We can be grateful for having been able to receive the Eucharist for so many years in a safe and relatively peaceful environment of freedom. We can be grateful for our priests and bishops who even today continue to celebrate Mass and to pray for all of us from within their homes and the closed churches. As priests and those of consecrated life vocations, we can also be grateful for our vocation, because most of us will not have to fast from the Eucharist or be deprived from our usual places of worship during this time of the pandemic, because usually all the religious houses and houses of formation have a chapel where we can pray daily, and we should be very grateful for this gift. Today, we even miss the simple things like being able to go for a coffee or lunch to a restaurant around the corner in the neighborhood, or go for a walk to the mall or to the park on the weekend or any other day of the week. We can be grateful for having been able to do such simple things on a daily basis. We can also be grateful for our neighbors who keep us company in these difficult times today. We can also be grateful today for the things we usually took for granted in the past. And there are so many more things we can be grateful for in our current situation. We can use this pandemic and quarantine time to place ourselves in solidarity with all of those Christians and those of other religions who cannot worship or practice their faith publicly because of persecutions. We can also reflect and better understand the thousands of immigrants who flee their homes on the quest for a better quality of life, and many times they immigrate simply to survive. We can also be in solidarity with them as well. For who of us today would not try to go to a place 
where we could go back to living a normal life without having to worry about having a face mask or sanitizer or even toilet paper. For Catholics, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. But with the help of God, we can withstand this imposed fasting of the Eucharist and of public worship and offer it up with patience and humility. We can offer this fasting for those who have already been fasting of the Eucharist for years in different parts of the world due to persecution or to lack of priestly vocations, and for those who have been imposed with fasting of peace and of raising their families in their own home countries. We also endure this fasting of the Eucharist and of public worship so that the most vulnerable to the coronavirus can enjoy the gift of life. The hour is coming and is now here, where true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. <laughs> 